what it is we're communicating, how we're communicating, how do we actually realize our human potential that is cognitive and emotional, and that's where the arts and culture come in. What is freedom for? Art represents a form of individual expression that is a sort of bulwark for any democratic society. Art is representative of human engagement with ideas. To show our autonomy, to be able to be or become ourselves. Arts provide the opportunity to have the experience that we are independent human beings. A song or a painting may have been created for a purpose of a kind, recreation and entertainment, or for social justice. Freedom of expression of all kinds, but certainly artistic freedom of expression is absolutely fundamental. When you find that people can't just say and do and express what they feel, you already know you're in deep trouble. Welcome to Cromwell Listens, the podcast about town. For August 16th, 2021, I'm James M. Neeland. The arts. The arts benefit any community. We all want to encourage the arts. We all want to promote the arts. Well, instead of just encouraging and promoting, how about we celebrate the arts? How about we party hardy with the arts? Today on Cromwell Listens, we'll do just that. We're talking to James Demetriatis of the Cromwell Creative District and also of a Cromwell Listens fame. And he's here to tell us all about the upcoming block party taking place Saturday, August 21st from 2 p.m. to 7 p.m. in Pearson Park. So let's party, let's celebrate, let's boogie down with the arts today on Cromwell Listens. Today we're talking with James Demetriatis of the Cromwell Creative District. Hi, James. Hi, James. How are you? <laughs> Doing great. So, the Cromwell Creative District, for those unfamiliar, tell us all about it. Yeah, the Cromwell Creative District is a nonprofit here in town. Um, it's a 501c3, and we are dedicated to using creativity in order to bolster and uh, support the businesses in downtown Cromwell, and to revitalize and re-energize downtown Cromwell, uh, Main Street, and the riverfront through uh, arts and culture. And this is an organization that anybody in town is free to join? Yeah, absolutely. Um, we meet on the third Saturday of the month. Right now we're, meeting, we're still meeting virtually. Uh, but we will be transitioning hopefully soon into in-person meetings once again. Um, we have about somewhere between a dozen dedicated volunteers, but we're always looking for more. Um, recently, you may have seen uh, the Rail 99 mural that was painted on the side of Rail 99, or the mural on Cromwell Energy, which was painted by uh, national artist R.C., as well as the sensory playground. Um, if you walk in the back of Pearson Park, you will find our sensory path, uh, which was painted by artist Joan Foose. So we have a lot of different projects going on, uh, and we have one coming up on uh, August 21st. You have a lot of stuff. Before we get into that, could you clarify a sensory path in the park? Yeah, so yeah, what is a that, sensory path is a type of walkway 
that encourages kids to interact with it. So uh, remember in the old days how you would have a hopscotch pass? Oh, yeah. It's akin <laughs> to that, but with a bit of a, some modern updating. And so the pathway has a ton of different interactive opportunities for students to and children to count, to jump, to leap. And uh, it's, re- it's really, really fun, and we're really happy that the, the town of Cromwell uh, worked with us in order to allow this project, that project to move forward. So if you had a chance to go to the back of Pearson Park, uh, it's something really special. That's terrific. Interactive, but uh, no CGI. Much, these are more practical effects. Exactly. <laughs> all, all paint and mortar. Yeah. And uh, something, you said something on August 21st is coming up. Tell us all about that, James. Yeah, so the Cromwell Creative District is hosting a block party. We're calling it the Cromwell Creative District Block Party, a taste of the art. Um, we will be having uh, right now 29 craft and art vendors uh, putting up in Pearson Park from 2 o'clock to 7 o'clock on Saturday, August 21st. Nice. Um, the 29 art vendors are from all around the state of Connecticut. They're everyone from basket weavers to authors to... Uh, painters and uh, everything in between. And we're really excited to see the variety of different folks that will be out there um, selling their wares, but also uh, sharing their art with the community. Now, this is, as you said, it's a, a, a trade. Well, I don't say trade, but there are vendors. So folks can literally walk from table to table, almost like a craft fair, and say, oh, I like this, I like that, and sample of, and uh, purchase these things, correct? Correct. Um, so we have 29 craft ve- craft and art vendors uh, at the block party. We also have uh, four nonprofits that will be having um, spaces at the party. So the Cromwell Creative District will be hosting a Cromwell Creative District tent where Cromwell artists will be featured. We will also be f- featuring uh, with Mike Brillis and Jen Tallman, who I believe have, uh, Mike has been on this podcast before. Yes, yes. Um, they'll be doing an interactive paint exhibit where students, and I keep saying students, I mean children, (laughs) can uh, (laughs) paint um, uh, on a canvas, and it will be an experimental splatter paint canvas. So that's what the Cromwell Creative District is doing. We're also doing a raffle. We have uh, 10 local businesses that have sponsored baskets, and we're really excited for all of those. Uh, Additionally to that, the Cromwell Children's Coalition will be having a table, as will the Project Grad group from the high school, and the Cromwell Performing Arts Boosters will also be having a table. So we're really looking forward to see what the other partner nonprofits and student organizations will be bringing to the table. It's truly a town-wide event. Yeah, that's the hope. Um, you know, when I was a kid, we used to have something called the Riverport Festival here in Cromwell. And it was a really wonderful weekend where there were vendors and there were rides, and it was just such an exciting time uh, to be a kid, but also to be in Cromwell. And I'm hoping that the block party can bring a little bit of fun into the end of summer. Now, did you mention, and uh, will there be food vendors, you said? There will be two food vendors that we have right now, Cromwell's own, Cromwell Pizza, and we will also be having a taco truck, so we're very excited for them. Um, Additionally to that, we will also be having eight bands performing throughout the afternoon. I'm sorry, Jim. Do you say a band or eight band? Uh, number eight. eight. Wow. Number eight bands. Eight so we bands. have eight different bands, some from Cromwell, some from the surrounding community that have signed up to perform. And uh, just to kind of give people an idea of where this is all taking place, this is going to be taking place in Pearson Park, uh, towards the front of the park. 
And um, if you pull into Pearson Park, the vendors will be set up to the left, and on the school football field that is on Pearson Park, the bands will be performing over there. And for folks, uh, just is there a rain day, just in case? Yeah, there is a rain day. It will be August 28th. However, we're hoping that we will have sunny weather uh, next Saturday on August 21st from 2 to 7. Nice. So really, folks, come on down. It's a town-wide event. A little, a little something to eat, a little craft, a little art, and see really what Cromwell is doing with the arts or for the arts. It's just a tremendous thing. Now, is this the first type of event, the first block party that the Curative District has put on for the town? Yes, it is. Wow. Now, James, you, how did you get involved in the arts? Like, do you have a, are you artistically bent? Like, do you have a sort of a love of the arts or any kind of medium? I are you a- think, I'm, I tend to be a creative person, and oh. I'm always in awe of other creative people. And I want to give the space to the creatives in our community to really try to uh, show them, show off what they can do. But also, I think the arts and culture really create stronger communities. And I think it's essential for a strong and vibrant community to have a strong art and cultural element to it. And in downtown Cromwell, I think there's a lot of opportunity for economic development based off of the art. Um, and I'm hoping that the block party will be another event that can be added to the annual event roster in Cromwell uh, that will become as classic as the farmer's market or as classic as uh, Trick or Trunk is in the in the park as well. So, uh, you know, coming up with different events that bring people downtown, that get people excited and, you know, spread some positivity for the whole community. Getting people excited, bringing folks downtown. And you and I have had this the discussion before about the arts in general in terms of, say, spending on the arts. I don't know the exact figure, but I think it's something like for one every $1 spent, the return is something like 3 to $5 that every you know you cast money out there and it comes back to you economically really so it's not just doing good it's doing well exactly you know when you invest in the arts you're investing in your community you're investing in your neighbors um you're investing in your local businesses um we're really excited because all of these artists are business if you think about it like that they each have tax id numbers and they each are registered with the state uh, and they're trying to make a living for themselves based off of their passion. And that's the type of business that we want to support. Now, you said you say writers, authors as well? Yes, we have a few authors that wow. have uh, signed up, and we're really excited for them. Um, we have Mark Dressler, who is an art, a local author. Oh, yeah, up. please, uh, James, and, uh, you know, if, if it's okay with the people, they don't, if it's clear, please give some names. Yeah, like plug some folks, plug some artists. Please, you know, go to town. Yeah, so, a couple of the authors that we have, um, we have uh, Mark Dressler, who, who's a local author, mm-hmm. and we also have a Eileen Albrizio uh, as another one of the authors that have signed up. We also have a nonprofit um, out of Hartford called Artists in Real Time that are appearing at the event as well, and we're really excited to partner with them. Um, Artists in Real Time is run by a woman named uh, Cynthia I'm going to butcher her last name, but Bolong, B-U-L-A-O-N-G, and she's involved in the Wadsworth Athenaeum, Open Space Hartford, and and other statewide art organizations, and we're really excited to have her uh, coming to the event as well. Now, you mentioned a name, Eileen Albruzio, if if, if I'm pronouncing that correctly. Yes. If, if, If I'm not mistaken... She and her husband, do they co-own the Heroes and Hitters comic book store on Silas Dean Highway? 
I, if you say so, I'm not quite sure. Because <laughs> I know she wrote a novel a few years ago, and I bought a couple copies. She signed them for us. And I donated one to Cromwell Belden, kept one here for our home collection. If that's who I think it is. Oh, that's I think I think you're right. I think that is uh, is accurate. That's nice. That's really exciting. Now, as far as with the Wadsworth, um, this is uh, it. Sounds almost like a sti- or like a region wide event. Really? So, well, let, me, let me let me clarify. So uh, Cynthia um, is works with the Wadsworth, but she's a, she runs an independent art group. Um, called the Artists in Real-Time, Inc. Okay, so it's not an official Wadsworth Athenaeum. Correct, but she does serve, my understanding is she does serve on the board, and she also um, does events coordination for Open Studio Hartford. Okay, got it. Now you said hopefully this will become an annual tradition, late summer, early autumn, like like the type of thing that could stimulate a lot of activity, cross-activity, Say the uh, block party takes off, and that becomes something else, and it leads to perhaps uh, events year-round. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, uh, I've neglected to mention we also have as part of the block party a color run um, that will be at the beginning of the block party at 2 o'clock. I heard that, be- I've, I heard that phrase being bantered back and forth the past few weeks. Explain that. What is, what is the color run going to be at the block party? Yeah, so folks can register for $10, uh, either at the block party or before, and they will be doing a race around Pearson Park, two laps in a fun run, fun for all ages, and we will have volunteers from the Independent Day School and other students that will be throwing colored chalk at students as they run by, and the chalk is uh, gets stuck to the T-shirts, and uh, it creates almost a colorful tie-dye effect on all of the T-shirts. So literally a color run. Run and... and run, physical yeah. run. Nice. And it's $10 donation. $10 donation um, is what we're asking. Uh, and it will be a less than a mile run. So it's, it's a fun run. It's not a 5K or a race. Uh, mm-hmm. No one's going to be sitting there uh, uh, timing anyone. But we encourage people to, to sign on up, and we're really excited. Now the, shirt, that. now, the T-shirts that are hit with the colors, the chalk, are they part of the donation process? Like they'll be donated as well, or is that yours to keep? Sort of thing. So you, 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 we don't provide the T-shirt. We encourage people to provide uh, to to bring their own white T-shirts. Is what we're suggesting. Okay, so um, it's their own. Bring so the T-shirt. We bring the chalk, and uh, you know, you run around the Pearson Park twice, and and hopefully get doused with a good amount of color. Got it. <laughs> and you said the uh, Cromwell Creative District is currently meeting online every Saturday. Correct. Our next meeting will be this upcoming Saturday. Um, the 21st, right before the block party. So if folks want to learn more about the organization, they can do so then. They can also stop by our tent at the block party itself uh, to learn about us. Now, where can folks... Uh, if Now, first, is it is it too late, or is there still time for volunteers uh, listening here who want to participate in the block party? Is it too late? So, do you mean... Vet- if you're speaking about vendors, unfortunately, Any? it is too late for new vendors to okay. sign up because they do need to be approved by the town. However, we are looking for volunteers to help during the day of the block party. So Good. if there are folks that are listening right now um, that would like to participate as a volunteer at the block party, we are more than happy to host you. We definitely need volunteers, particularly for the color run, uh, and uh, to help toss the color at our various runners. And uh, if anyone listening is interested... Come on down. Reach out to me, James Dimitriotis. I'm on Facebook. 
Um, I can be reached by phone, 860-834-1994. Thank you for that. Uh, I'm always happy to talk to somebody who wants to get involved. Excellent. So it's still time. If folks want to, if folks want to volunteer, please feel free. So we have the taco truck you mentioned, and there are two other food vendors. Um, one other food vendor, Cromwell Pizza and Pasta. Okay, nice. Now, James, again, you, are you, do you create art? Are, do you consider yourself an artist? Are you, do you, I do am you not an it? artist, I am just an admirer. Okay, <laughs> so, you're, so you're more of an art champion. I am, a, I am a cheerleader for the art. You're a patron of the arts, yes. Okay, wow. So this could be something really, really well and take off for an annual tradition. It's nice. I, I hope so. I'm going to be positive about it. I'm really excited. I'm a little nervous, but I think it's going to be a really great event. Yeah. Uh, now, is Cromwell Building Public Library, are they involved at all? Are the library is not involved in oh, this okay. event due to um, the fact that it's on a weekend and the library has summer hours on the, in, the, in the summer that they're closed during the weekend, so they Got don't it. have staff available. Um, okay. Although they were very interested in the event, and I know if it was during a weekday, uh, they would have had uh, a presence. Terrific. Now, any special, like you say, coming down for the uh, the color run or walking around? Should folks bring a nice big bag for purchases? <laughs> like, yeah, like, what do you recommend? Yeah, like, definitely yeah. bring a big bag. Sensible shoes. Um, yeah. We're asking folks to park um, either at Pearson Park or okay. in Community Field Road parking lot, which is the parking lot that is next to Mitchell's. Um, we want to make sure that there's plenty of parking for everybody, so both parking lots will be open uh, for folks to park. But the event's from 2 to 7, so there's plenty of time. Uh, to get there, there's bands going to be performing all day, like I said. So there's, it, it should be an all-day affair um, and a lot of fun. Do you know the names of some of the bands? Maybe plug some of them? Sure, okay. sure, sure, sure. So we have, like I said, we have eight bands performing. And if you follow us on Facebook, uh, Cromwell Creative District, you will see the full listing. But we have um, different bands. There, One is On the Loose. Another one is The Guitar Squad, Tone Deaf, TSC Acoustic and Glory Bound, and then we have some soloists, Ethan Messenger, Michael Parati, and Terry Lachance. Soloists, and like acapella type singing? Like, uh, like... I'm, they're, they, they're musicians, so they're going to be um, performing as soloists, so they don't have the rest of the band with them, but they're, they're performing alone. Okay, so I was, I was uh, uh, thinking vocalist for some reason, okay. I mean, they may be vocalists, absolutely. Yeah. Um, they just don't have the uh, whole band necessarily performing with them. That's terrific. A lot, a lot of art, a lot of artistic endeavor going on, a lot of creativity. Yeah, you know, we really tried to make the event as uh, dynamic as possible. Mm -hmm. And with the arts, and you're going to have crafts and everything. As a shout out to some of the craft folks, can you know, like some of the folks, my, like what type of crafts will be there? Sure. I mean, we, it's, it's a smorgasbord of different kinds of crafts. Uh, crafts, for example, we have Millcourt ceramics, um, Belogo baskets. Mm -hmm. um, we have uh, Ronnie's candles. Uh, we have Skip uh, Marsh, who's a, who's a visual artist. We have Lauren Langenauer, who's with Lauren Lang Designs, who designs clothes. Um, and just a lot of different kinds of artists. Uh, all different kinds. We have uh, Mark Fields, who's a, a woodworker. Um, we have Mike Vardell, uh, who's not necessarily a, a going to be selling anything, but they run um, a popular YouTube series that was recently featured in Cromwell Life called uh, Dogs of Town Hall. Um, so, I'm, you know, I, there's, there's lots of different I'm sorry, Jay, what, what, there. what was this series called? Dogs of Town Hall? I believe that is their name, yes. Nice. So this is Saturday... 
next Saturday, October, I'm sorry, October. I got October on the brain. August 21st from 2 p.m. to 7 p.m. Exactly. At Pearson Park, Best of Park, Community Field Road, down by Mitchell's. And walk over, and then there will also be parking at the park. But best bet is Community Field Road just because it's a larger parking lot. That's great. And if, again, if folks want to get involved, not just for this, not just for the block party, but with Cromwell Creative District generally, they can contact you or others. So like Absolutely. The best, that's like the best way. Um, to and you can reach out to Cromwell Creative District by emailing us at cromwellcreativedistrict at gmail.com. Thank you. And James, you're, you're, you're very familiar with this podcast, of course, being a co-host and co-founder. And you know that uh, the question we ask all of our guests is... What do you like most about the town of Cromwell? Well, I, I think last time I said that I want to be consistent. I love the people of the town of Cromwell. I think they are such caring, passionate individuals. Um, and I think that we always are able to come together and work together. So I'm going to keep my answer consistent. I love the people here at town. Uh, it's home. And that's, that, that is the most consistent answer among our, our guests. People, you know, our community, we love the people. You know, things couldn't ha- things couldn't happen at this level without the great community that we have. Exactly, exactly, and it's a group endeavor, and it involves all of us working together uh, for the betterment of the whole community. Excellent, James. Thank you so much for joining us and telling us all about not just the upcoming block party for the district, but the Cromwell Creative District generally, and how folks can get involved in the arts in this great community of ours. We really thank you. Exactly, and I hope to see everyone at the Cromwell Creative District block party on the 21st, and if there's rain, it'll be on the 28th, but hopefully this next upcoming Saturday. Beautiful. Thank you, James. Thank you for your time, Mr. Neal. It's always a pleasure. We hope you enjoyed our interview with James Dimitriotis on Cromwell Listens, and we hope to see as many as possible in our community at the Cromwell Block Party on Saturday, August 21st from 2 p.m. to 7 p.m. in Pearson Park. And James, personally, thank you for all the great work you do for our community. With the Cromwell Creative District, you encourage people to, to really do their best and you're just a great, great voice for our town. So thank you for all you do. And uh, even further personally, thank you for encouraging this podcast. You're like the uh, emotional support co-host, which uh, this podcast might not even be here if it hadn't been for you. So th- thanks a lot for that, James. And thanks, as always, to our terrific community, the town of Cromwell. The listeners, the encouragement, uh, Just we, we really couldn't do this without you guys. So thank you so much. And as we always say here, stay safe, stay strong, and until next time, be well. I would like to thank Open Society Foundations for using excerpts of their presentation, The Role of Arts and Culture in an Open Society, at the beginning of this episode. For more information, please visit opensocietyfoundations.org.